Hello and welcome to the Eating 1871 podcast with me, Jeremy Inson. I'm talking to the people involved and bringing you all the news from Eating Trailfinders Amateur Men's Section. I hope you enjoy the show. Eden. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We've had a little break, as have the, the few of the teams. We're back now with one of the very long-serving members of the team, a famous man in the front row, Mr. Tim Hitchcock. Tim, it's uh, been over a week since the loss to Chesson. You've just come out of a video review session of that match. What was it like? What, how was uh, Mark Percy Percival's uh, feedback? Well, hello, Jess. It's just a bit disappointing, really. Well, we've come out of analysis, and it is a game we really should have won. That we spent most of the second half coming up through the game, consistently putting pressure on Chesson, and just we couldn't make it work for us. We got ahead, then stupid errors, and it just didn't work for what we needed on the day. And yes, there was a few bad decisions here, here and there, a few dropped balls, but it was a game that was winnable for us. Um, it's just a shame that we didn't do it. Um, I took it hard after the game. I was sat in the change room, miserable. And I just, uh, I'm glad we had a coach back because the only reason that I was happy again was because we were getting pissed. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to sue the Brizzy. Was it 32 28 in the end? Yeah, 32 28, you know. And they walked left, how, was it five minutes from the end they scored a try? Yeah, five minutes from the end. Just again, it was, it was down to our mistakes, silly errors. Gave them the ball and then they worked their way down the field after penalty, after penalty, after penalty. And the fight, it gets too much to defend five metres out against what was a very physical chess hunt team that they knew how to play in close quarters and physical game. They weren't the most talented team, but they were definitely the most physical game of the year. That, well, it's probably the most physical game I've played since I was probably 22 black playing against the combined services in the academy days. And that is, yeah, they're far better than Scottish, far better than any other teams in this league. And that was actually my favourite game of the season, even though we did lose. What was that? I mean, you mentioned intensity. And we bumped into each other the next day, didn't we? Tesco, yeah, we Park, yeah. uh, over in Perry Vale. You mentioned you were a bit bruising. bruised. Uh, Have they gone down at all? Yeah, all the bruises are all good now. That week off has saved me. I think if we played... In, this weekend just gone. I don't think I could have done it. The amount of bruises that I had, you know, I think everyone on the pitch was blowing after the first 20 minutes. Like the intensity that we came out into that game was second to none. I've never played in such a quick match. And it, even one of the supporters on their sideline goes, you, you didn't have to pay for this and you, you get better entertainment than what there was at Twickenham that weekend. I mean, that's saying something that a team in Level 8 is more entertaining than your national team against Italy. I mean, that's outstanding, really. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good feedback. Isn't yeah, it? it's, it's great it's feedback. I mean, you mentioned you enjoyed the play. Was that a, more of a satisfaction and an enjoyment amongst the team in terms of you showed you could live with that level? I think it's a living with the level. I truly enjoyed it because of how dominant we were in the scrums, you know, as a prop. Any Absolutely. prop who's, who's dicking all day like me and Pat did. I mean, it's the way we dominated the scrums and what we did in that game, we should have outright beaten them everywhere in the fours. But then you go to the lineouts and we were awful and they were probably the best in the league. And then, but yeah, out and out. It was just a good game of rugby between really two good teams and that 
you know, a, a game where you lose by four points against someone so good is so much better than beating Harrow 107-0. Like, what's the point? I mean... And so where's that leave us in the league? Is it we're still second? I it? believe we're now third. I know. Barnet just gave Scottish a walkover win. I think that's bumped them up into second place. I think chances of the promotion are very slim now, but hey, you never know. Chess and Saracens could do a job for us. It would be favours, but we need everything to align and we might be a level up next year, but we might not be and we'll get to play Brunel next year and that would be a nice little grudge match. <laughs> of course, that's the uh, academy team. Yeah, the, new, the, pros the new academy team. I suppose the one that you used to play with. Yeah. Which, uh, which brings us back to your origins here. What, how old were you came through the goal? You're one of the originals, aren't you? I joined the same, the same summer as Lewis Stedman in 2000, the same September in Lewis as 2002. Both joined when we were six. I think me and Lewis are the only two oldest boys from that group. And then the likes of came up with Will and Pat. And, you know, we've, we've gone, we came up through under six, got into under tens, all of youth together. And then we all sort of kind of bought into the, we all bought into the academy, but we never really bought into the men's side of it. And it wasn't until middle of last season when we sort of, we all thought, oh yeah, we're going to walk this league, it'll be fine. And we started losing some games. And I think over the Christmas period, we all went, yeah, you know what, we actually need to step up now. And from January 2022, from to now is some of the, most enjoyable rugby back playing with all the boys that come back we're all back playing rugby together it's it's like being in under 18s again but playing in a lot more competitive rugby you're listening to the ealing 1871 podcast Blue green of course you were with the academy here under john lacy yeah under john lacy and, and, and Linden, uh, yeah it was, the, the academy was a great setup we just i don't think it ever got given the support it really needed to thrive from from the what the new academy seems to be getting, if they kind of went, they went, all right, that's our academy, and we're going to set up our own thing, and we'll just nip and take out the best players that we could have. And yeah, and we all went out on loan as opposed to, or we played for the men's side, and it, we never got the opportunity to show to the pro side of the club what we could do. And they never, I think, we had one player come up from our academy in Rion that actually went on to play championship rugby. And then lo and behold, he decided that he wanted to be a graphic designer instead or, or whatever it is that he went on to do. I mean, he's certainly probably fewer bruises. Been a fewer designer. bruises, but he's one of the best wingers I've ever seen in my life. And he could, I'd say it now, if he kept playing rugby, I reckon he'd been in, in the England team. He was that good. Okay. So yeah, sometimes I imagine if you, you watch a player, if you play with them alongside them, you go, He's a bit different from the rest of us. Well, I think it was in, I think I was 22 at the time and he was 19 and we were playing London Scottish and he was getting tackled by six blokes and all of a sudden he was out the other side of it and scored a try under the post. And you watch it and you go, that's, that's not normal. You, you've never, you, he only started playing rugby two years before. He didn't have the great skill set, but he was just an out and out beast of a rugby player. He could run over people, he could run through people and uh, it's a shame he's not playing rugby anymore because that, that boy is an outstanding rugby player. Rio, if you're listening, you're, <laughs> the invitation's open for you to come down. Yeah, come back. Tuesday and Thursdays. Well, come for sevens in the summer, you know. Coach Tim is always looking for a sevens player. 
I look forward to coaching the boys back to Chiswick Sevens success this year, hopefully. There you go, there you go. Ease yourself in with a bit of Sevens. And then yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's all about a bit of fun and then you get into the into the big stuff. Exactly. So for the rest of the we've only got one more match, haven't we? Barnet. We have got Barnet away last game and then we're in a National Cup of some, okay. some sort. None of the teams have been announced yet in the National Cup. All we know is if you win all seven games, you're in the final at Twickenham. So that's... That's the prize that could be sitting somewhere at the end of the rainbow, but no one knows where the rainbow is. We just know that it's not the week after Bonnet, the weekend after we're playing in the first round of the National Cup. Who's in the National Cup? I don't even know what leagues are in the National Cup. Who, who might be playing? All I know is we, we, we're in a cup. Is there anyone you would like to play? Anyone that jumps out? Think, yeah, that would I would be like to play Scottish and Chesson again because we played Scottish... What, twice a season, one, one, lost one. It'd be nice if we get back on top of that one. And chess, and again, just not so much to relive that game. Just the game we had here against them was that bad. And we that's the first time 870 runs really being defeated. And then if we could go and lose by such fine margins and then have another game with them and be able to get across the line, that would be fantastic. But also a trip up north or a trip down south on the coach for a couple of hours. Who wouldn't want that? Overnight trip somewhere, maybe. Oh, could you imagine? That'd down be carnage. West, down in Devon or Cornwall. Yeah. Or up in the northwest or in Yorkshire, north east. Yeah, up to Newcastle would be good. Overnight on the tomb. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many boys would come back would be the problem. That'd be a bit, hey, it'd be a fun weekend. Yeah, get it. that's right. Uh, before we finish this weekend, another free weekend. What you can get up to? I'm, well, I was going to play for the twos, but it looks like I'm going to be at work. Like everybody who's listening or, or everybody I play with knows that I work way too much as it is. So me working on a Saturday should be a surprise to no one. Now, uh, obviously, you, so you've been here a long time. You, you've got a big smile on your face right now. You always have a smile on your face on the pitch in training. Or not on the pitch. Never smiling on the pitch. No, if you, it's if, hidden behind the frown. If, if you watched that game, there was a lot of angry Tim. <laughs> So what, how, how much are you enjoying it? Like you said, you've been in the junior one, the traditional juniors and youth. You had the academy. I, where, where does this stand in, in terms of how you enjoy it? I haven't enjoyed rugby as much as what I have right now ever in my life. Like, minis rugby is fun. You know, you're just running around like, you're just running around. That's all it is. Youth rugby was great. I, I remember back in under-13s, we won Hearts Middlesex League 1. That was amazing. Academy rugby... I wouldn't say it was enjoyable. You came to training. You academy felt like a chore. You were expected a lot of you when you're also doing a lot in your own personal life. Not everyone pitched in, or you. And then you go to the weekend. You went to go play, and there'll be five academy boys in with the men's team. You're like, where is everyone? Whereas now, you come to training on a Tuesday. You come to training on a Thursday. Everybody's there. Everybody's having a great time. And when we're playing with a smile on our face or running around happy, there's, you could, we don't get much better. And I don't think this season has been... Well, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, to be honest with you, Jess. There's, it's just fun. No, mate, continue then, Tim. Thank yeah. you for stopping by after training. Not that you do much training tonight. All no, no answers. training tonight. It's outstanding. That's Enjoy what you need on Tuesday night. Yeah, and we'll see you back on the pitch week on Saturday. Look forward to it. Thank you very much, Jess. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. 
Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all the usual social channels. And remember, bleed green. Bleed green.